What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Public Comments. Man, it's Friday. The sun was out this morning, and now it's kind of gloomy, but guess what? It's still a beautiful day. What's going on, Jordan? How you feeling, bro? What's good? It's Friday, bro. I'm feeling amazing. Watched an amazing movie last, yesterday night. Like, Loki, one of the best movies I've seen, maybe ever, bro. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Gotta check it out. Shameless plug for that movie. That shit was good. Okay, but you gotta tell me the title, man. The bold statement. Yeah, dude. No, I was genuinely super surprised, but yeah, it's been a good week. Indices were super choppy this week. Lots of lessons journaled in the, in the journal. <laughs> How was your week, though? How was your trading going? Dude, my trading's going phenomenal. It's actually, my, my focus has been just, like, no trading errors, you know? I know that should be, like, the focus all the time, but that's been my focus, um, like, my super high focus. So I've actually minimized the number of trades that I've took. Um, so it's been a very, very profitable week so far. But you still didn't tell me the name of the movie. Oh, yeah, that, that was the name. It was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh. Yeah. It's, dude, it's it's like taking it's like taking an acid trip. Like, it makes you laugh. It makes you cry. makes you feel good. Like, makes you feel a little sad. It's everything all at once. Like, dude, it's, it's a great movie. Like, honestly, like, I don't talk. I go see movies quite frequently. And that one, that's up there, man. Is it on Netflix? It's at the theaters right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Worth it, too. Well, man, today we have a very, 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 very special guest. I'm going to add another very, very special guest in there. Um, somebody that I think, I think, you know how, like, if your parents never would have met, you wouldn't be alive. It's kind of like that same thing here. Like, if this guy wouldn't have posted something on Facebook, like, five, six, seven years ago, probably never would have been here. We probably would be bums on the street asking for money at this point in life. Um, so super, super grateful for this guy, Tim. Tim Summer, what's up, bro? I'm not too sure about the bums part. I think y'all would have figured it out, but I, I appreciate that introduction for sure. Let me hop in there in that introduction too, man. Tim is one of my, Tim is, me and Tim's relationship is so crazy. Because I remember the first time I met this guy, like, I'll be straight up honest. I did not fucking like it. <laughs> he, he just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but it was mostly due to a lot of limiting beliefs I had about business, about how the world worked. And I'm so grateful for this guy because he opened up my mind and my paradigms in so many ways and just put me onto things I never thought I'd be onto, including leadership, including just being a man of faith, of, of being a servant to others, you know? And so I'm super excited to have this conversation with you, Tim, because I know a lot of people look up to you, including myself and the value you provide, bro is unmatched so yeah i'm ready to, I'm, I'm excited to jump into this i appreciate that i appreciate that yeah i didn't like you either because you kept beating me in fifa every single time so <laughs> yeah. that's funny man no yeah tim bro for real like you've been you've been a catalyst to a lot of things man um and you know especially for me like i know you know we've been friends for a while and you know more than anything you've been like somebody i look up to in my life for a long period of time but I mean, I just go piggyback on what Jordan just said, right? Just putting you onto like so many different things, breaking beliefs that you thought you once had. Um, and it's so interesting to know that like you and Mike work so well together because it's like you guys are total opposites, but so, but walk the same lane at the same time that it's like, you learn two things. It's like mom and dad, you know, but, but I guess both of you guys are males. So it's like dad and dad, but it, you know, you know, what I, you know where I'm going. So it's really, really cool, man. I'm excited to have this conversation. Jordan and I, we don't usually plan what we're talking about. Um, we we kind of just fly by it and it always ends up working. But today we, we have like some, some pretty unique things that we want to just chop it up with you about, man. But how's your week going, man? This week has been busy. Like uh, I'm, I'm pretty tired, you know, with start of summer, the kids have their summer things, <laughs> you know, and so balancing everything else. I, I was hoping we were kind of going to that conversation eventually because I have a I have a conversation for some people that 
children are the hardest part of entrepreneurship that <laughs> you'll ever experience. Uh, but beyond the point, the week's been amazing. Business has been really good. Um, you know, I'm really, really excited with what we got going on with our, our assistant, our new virtual assistant, what he's working on. Um, everything's great, man. Like life is good. They're finally getting some warm weather here, but I can't, I can't complain. That's good. So what, it, what is, um, what's been your biggest challenge lately? Uh, you can't use kids because we're going to have a whole conversation about that. But like outside of kids. My biggest challenge lately, sheesh. I think, well, so so for many of you who don't know who are watching this podcast, obviously, you know, just recently got engaged, um, have a, a little baby girl coming on the way. I think the biggest challenge is like in understanding like partnership and understanding like the world that we live in. You know, us three as entrepreneurs and individuals are very like, how do I say this? We're very we work at a very high level. And the rest of the world doesn't really operate at the level that we work at. It's not normal to be on the phone, the amount of hours that we're on the phone, to be having the conversations that we're having, um, to do the traveling and do all these different things. It's not normal to most people. And so it's been quite a challenge, honestly, finding balance in that, like learning how to be a stepfather, learning how to be a husband, learning how to, you know, manage a household, then having to go balance like fixing things in the house because we're taking over this home and, and different things like that. And so like, it's, I think honestly, life has just been the challenge, but I mean, that's just, it is what it is, right? There's things that occur in your current moment that are building you towards what you need to do. And so I would just say life, man, life's been a challenge this week. Isn't that so interesting, Jordan, that like, that's literally what like, <laughs> it's like so what we were talking about before the fact dude, yeah, Tim, it's like, Tim's nickname, guys, for you guys who don't know him, is Azucar Papi, like Sugar Daddy. Like, and he's been like the dad for so many people in our business and entrepreneurship. And so it's been awesome for me, Tim, to see your transition of like being the dad to a thousands of people and now having you being a dad to your own family and creating your own family. And it's been awesome to watch. And I'm learning a lot from you with your new mindset. I think you're bringing with that, with that balance, you know, with balancing a family, kids, a spouse you know, and running a business at the same time. So what do you, what do you think are the most important things to, to create that balance? Like, what do you focus on? What do you prioritize? Well, I think what's really important first and foremost is like communication with your partner, right? And even your kids is like, because if you're really busy and you have things going on, there's no communication on why you're busy or what your schedule looks like. There's going to be a lot of like disagreements. There's going to be off frequencies. There's going to be hurt feelings. You know, hey, I thought we were supposed to do this or you never taught me, told me about that. Or, you know, you were supposed to take me here and now I have to do this, yada, yada, yada. And so I think you got to start with a lot of communication is like, you know, one thing I'm good at is I, I know what my week looks like on Sunday. Right. And so I've done that for my partner as well. I've, I've uh, guided out what her week looks like before was when she was teaching is like, okay, this is when you're at school. This is when you wake up. This is when you eat. This is when your mentorships, you know, things are. This is when the kids have to eat. 30 to 30 minute, you know, windows. Right. And I was like, all right, cool. What are your priorities? All right. Put these priorities at the top. And then every single week, just talking about that. Okay. Like what are things that we want to work on together? What are things that we want to work on individually? What are things that we need to work on for them? Whether it's, you know, for the home, it's for finances, it's for school, it's for sports and kind of just sticking to one thing. You know, I think a lot of the times we, we have all these different things that we need to do and we get none of it done because there's so much to do is that just saying, okay, what's the priority right now? right? Like, what do we got to get done right now? Let's, let's knock this out. And then let's move on to the next one. Um, that's something that we've done really, really well. Um, it's just focusing like step by step on everything. But I, I would say the number of thing, one thing of value that I can give is, is just communication. Like, honestly, like, that's how you're going to find balance. Because sometimes you may be even looking at something wrong, and you need someone else from a different point of view to kind of put you on track of, of what needs to get done. I know, Jordan, you and I've chatted, you know, I've been doing less work and getting more done. You know, and it's just, I think it comes down to intention. It comes down to doing the simple things that actually matter. It comes down to feeling good that other things are being taken care of. And that, you know, obviously leaks into what you're trying to build and what you're trying to do. Uh, but yeah, I think my answer to that would be communication. I can go so many different ways, but I think the most important thing I'm going to talk about is just communication. So <clears throat> Tim, walk me through like the, the shift in mentality that you've had to have from like, going from like graduating college to like obviously taking your your big career leap of faith and then like building a you know multi-million dollar business multi-million dollar brand international business 
to now, I wouldn't even say like kind of bringing it back down to earth, but just being more like conscious and aware of, you know, not just business and like money focus and like future, but like now having something a little bit more intimate, like what's been like the shift from like college to like business to like, like now building life. Yeah. You know, it was funny because when I was in grad school, you know, I did organizational leadership and it's like supposed to be like C-class consulting. It's supposed to be like, you're helping businesses and leaders get to the next level. And it was a lot of employees in my class. And that was one thing that I was just like, man, I'm just, I don't ever want to be in that position. So that was something that like really stood out to me. I don't know why that came to my, uh, like my mind, but I thought about that. Um, but I guess the transition was for me, it was very simple because I was always around business. Like I, I knew growing up, like I wasn't going to be an employee for a very long time. I had to be an employee so that I can learn the ropes right, to take over a business. And you have to remember that leadership requires followership first, I lead you, someone's leading me, right, as you're leading someone else. And so you have to be just as good as a, a follower as you are as a leader, or you're never going to develop as a leader as well. And so I think my transition was like, man, I was just, I, I said this story on Sunday's leadership call, you know, Armando, you were there. And I said, you know, when's the last time you really like were emotionally attached to why you're doing what you're doing. And I remember I was so scared to go back to work, right? Like I had, I had from October or November of 2016 till May of 2017 to make something happen where I was going to become an accountant again. And I was so scared of that, like reality that I, I, I like it, nothing could stop me. Right? I didn't care who said no. I didn't care if an account blew. I, I knew what I wanted. Right. And I was going to go out there and go make it happen. I think in regards to like transitioning, that was really hard. Like transitioning from being like, because I'm an athlete, right? So I played sports my whole entire life, played in college, you know, got to travel and play, do all these amazing things, um, play for amazing teams, so on and so forth. And my whole entire life was scheduled. Like if I really look back, I think why like athletes are hired so often after college is because they're good at scheduling and balance. They're good at being able to handle multiple things at once. And so when I got into entrepreneurship, I was like, shit, like, no one's telling me when to do meetings. No one's telling me when to go to work. No one's telling me when to be at practice. No one's telling me anything. And when I first started the business, I didn't, we, we didn't really have anything, right? There was no, we had a Facebook group chat and was the rest of it was figure it out, right? And so we really like, I remember, you know, there was, we just didn't know. And, and so that was the hard part. I think when I became a full-time trader, and I was living off trading. I like my business wasn't big at all. Maybe making 600 bucks a month residually. I was living off trading and I was like, like, I wasn't waking up. I was like, yo, what am I doing? Like, if I, if I don't get on the charts, if I don't get in the market, I don't make money, but no one was directing me. And so that was, I think my biggest challenge in transition from like normal life to entrepreneurship was just being told what to do and me having to tell myself what to do. Do you feel like you're transitioning back to normal life? Kids definitely tell you what to do. That's a fact. <laughs> I think the difference is I get to be around mm-hmm. and most people don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, like there's two forms to this. You know, I remember when I was extremely obsessive and I'm still obsessive about what I do. But I remember people being like, oh, well, you know, you're always talking about time freedom and and financial freedom and yada, 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 but you're always working. You're always on calls. You're always doing this, that, and the other. And I, I remember responding. So like smiling while saying this, because I was like, oh man, just some people don't get it. And they didn't understand the difference was that I got to do that. They had to go into work. They had to ask permission to go to the bathroom. They had to ask permission to get vacation time. They had to ask permission to do X, Y, and Z. I get to choose what I want to do. And so it's the same area here, right? I get to do those things because I built something that allows me to do those things. And it's not forced, right? It's not, Oh, fuck. I got to get off, get off of work. Now I got to go pick up the kids. Now I got to go make the, no man, it's life is easy, right? Because I, I put in the time and sacrifice to make that happen. And so, you know, some people would look at that way because it's like, Oh, well, you know, you're not doing this down the other, but you know, everyone's got their own opinion, own, own perspective. As long as your bills are paid, the investments are good and your kids are taken care of. Does anything else really matter? You know? So, um, that's kind of what my answer would be to that. I hope that answers that. Yeah. That's so inspirational, man. Like as someone who's like been with my girlfriend for a couple of years, we got a dog, we got our apartment, you know, that's something on the horizon for me. That's, that's inspirational, man. The fact that you've built a life where you 
have the time to like be with those be with those kids be with your kid on the way like actually see your kids grow up so I think that's one of the biggest like saddest things of the current reality in America is that a lot of kids don't get to spend time with their parents as they grow up you know they go to daycare they're stuck whatever they don't see their parents like for me that was a reality I didn't get to see my mom a lot growing up you know it's like that's so inspirational and such a point of like what makes me want to work hard in this business and build this more is exactly what you've been able to achieve you know and like Another thing I gained from what you were saying is that structure, man. Like, you're definitely a very structured person. Like, the whole thing you were saying with letting, uh, like, creating your schedule as the week goes on. But I kind of want, I'm wondering, it's like you said, you also made a comment, you said kids tell you what to do. So how has that, like, interface worked with you with, you know, wanting to create the structure and the schedule, but also working with, like, obviously having kids and the free flow of that and kind of letting go of that structure? Yeah, for sure. There'll be moments where it's like, I, I, I resonate with so many different people now. I like, I resonate with Lewis and Kara and so many others, you know, that I know that have kids and are running businesses from home. And, um, it's like, it's funny because it's okay, cool. I can do this at six o'clock, but you know, or I can do this at noon, but then the child doesn't fall asleep till one thirty, and you're like, Oh my God, I waste all this time. Right. Um, <laughs> what was your question again? <laughs> I was like, how how do you navigate? I guess that I guess is another question about balance, like the navigation of balance. I want to go with this. Yeah. If you if you don't have leverage, this is impossible. Ooh, like find a way to make, yeah, find a way to make leverage. Like hmm. hire a virtual assistant in the Philippines for three dollars an hour. Hmm. You know, um, go hire a neighborhood kid to cut your lawn. Go find different ways to create leverage. You know, like you can't do a call. Okay, hey, listen, hey, I apologize, I can't be on this call but we're running a group call at nine o'clock, right? Your, your skill sets are going to be tested, right? How good is your edification? Can you get that person just as excited to hop on that call as instead of a one-on-one call with you? Mm-hmm. You know, um, another thing is like, I mean, I've done calls walking around the neighborhood with headphones on like, Hey, I can't have my camera on. Actually it's more attractive than most people because most people want to be at home with their families and I'm at home with my family doing my business, mm-hmm. you know? And so a lot of the times it's like, Hey, I'm busy. I'm with my kids. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's jump on the phone. They love that. People love that because it's like, wow, you're doing exactly what I want to do. You know, like I want to be at home running a business, spending time with my family. Like, I I feel like I got to that point, you know, a lot of times when you first start, you know, your own business or you get into, you know, direct sales or MLM or whatever, and, um, or real estate, it doesn't matter the industry. It's like, we dream of this day. We always, we always say this, like, it's so cliche. Oh yeah. I want to grind so I can be home with my family and, you know, take care of my kids, yada, yada, yada. And I feel like I'm actually seeing what that looks like in the flesh now, because, you know, it's easy to say it when you don't have it. And then when it's there, it's like, wow, like it actually can happen. You actually can do it. But I think what's really important is I talk about this in, in gaps of momentum is, you know, the reason why Mike and I got to where we are today is because we took advantage of momentum. We like when there was like, and there's key moments of momentum where your, your business will grow by two, 300 people, it'll double, it will grow by a thousand, it will happen. We took advantage of that. And I think it happens in situations like this is some people get in these situations and because they didn't take advantage of their, their moments, they didn't go all in when they could have, they're not able to do both in the later end, right? They always hear the quote, you have to sacrifice what you love or what you love eventually becomes a sacrifice. Well, here's a living example of that. And so I think for me, it's, it's been nothing but a benefit, but it definitely does like make your schedule a little weird, you know, cause for before this, I was just like, I'm living my life. You know, I can do whatever I want, <laughs> you know, I can go to the gym whenever I want. I can, you know, go downstairs to the grocery store whenever I want. I can do whatever I want. And now it's not just about me. It's about dying to self and understanding is like, there's other people relying on you and it, it just can't be you, you know? And so that's a whole other conversation. If we want really want to dive into that sauce, that's this, this podcast can go way too long, but I um, hope that's a good answer. Dude, you're, you're arguably, you know, one of the best leaders because you lead leaders, you know, so you're a leader of leaders. How, how is that like transition from like leading people to like leading a family? Like what are some commonalities and some like differences that you are like learning? Cause there's gotta be a learning curve, obviously, but like, what are some commonalities that you have of like, for example, leading people that, lead other people versus like now leading you know little ones and then like obviously being head of household so like being you know that leader in that in that aspect honestly i feel like leading kids is easier because they're with you all the time you know and like leading people like in business <laughs> you know how people are right so you know in the household you can model 
right? You're able to model examples of how to treat someone, what to do, like dishes, different things like that. But it's the same thing. It's like, okay, what's the goal right now? Right. What, what is your goal? Okay, cool. Let's look at how we can get you to that goal. That's what we're leading people towards their goals, right? That's all we're doing is leadership is getting a group of people working towards one common goal and accomplishing it. And so it's the same thing with kids. Like, all right, what's the goal? Like, you want to be good at hockey? Okay, let's look at how we can do this, right? Where are the camps? Where are your weaknesses? Let's go talk to the coaches, right? Let's, 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 for example, I don't know anything about the sport. So what am I doing? Talking to coaches, learning about it, asking questions, becoming a student of the game. So now that I can lead in that area. And so I don't think there's many differences. It's just obviously age differences. They're just different. Like, it's like, if you can lead in one industry, you can lead in another leadership. The topic is like, the conversation of topic doesn't matter. You're leading people, not leading the topic. And so it's like, I can be in a real estate company. I can be in a perfume company. I can be a, a, a manager or a leader at Kohl's or Walmart. It doesn't matter what the product is. You're leading people, not the product. And so um, at the end of the day, it's like no big difference, but you know, obviously maturity, there's a difference like perspective, there's a difference. I, I think for me, you know, I came from a divorced family and I have step uh, siblings and things like that. So I know how I was when I was a kid and Armando knew me growing up and, you know, I wasn't the best. <laughs> so like I have a, I have a really good like understanding level, very high patience. Um, it's easy for me because I, I've been through it myself. And so I always tell like people, I'm like, man, I feel like God really put everything that happened in my life for this situation right here. I don't know what's going to come out of it. Don't really matter. But it's like, I'm here in this moment right now because of everything that I've been prepared for prior. So um, really no difference, like just different ages and, you know, temper tantrums and things like that. You mentioned before that you, I've heard this phrase a lot too. And I have always had kind of had different beliefs of the phrase going through my journey, but you said sacrifice what you love or what you love becomes a sacrifice. So for you in your life, how, how does that apply? Like what was, what was the sacrifice and like, what, what did it gain? You know? So I think for me in the beginning, like, for example, like two of the biggest sacrifices was number one, I sacrificed comfortability, right? Like I was next in line to own a very large accounting firm and life would have been extremely easy. Like <laughs> I wouldn't, the house, the car, you know, the vacation, mm-hmm. the pet, everything would have been good. Number two, I sacrificed my dream job in ministry. Uh, so that was a massive sacrifice, right? Um, number three, sacrificed family times. Like uh, a lot of a lot of the money I made got reinvested into people who the return wasn't there. You know, um, the money never came back, right? It, the learning curve, like I said, I had to go through it first to learn. Like, okay, cool, maybe that wasn't the route that should have been done. Do I regret it? No, absolutely not. That was my journey, you know. Um, so I think that that quote is confusing to a lot of people because it's like, it really doesn't make sense when you say it out loud, but you, you have to think deep about it. It's like, okay, cool. I have to make little sacrifices now or eventually I'm going to miss my kids' games mm-hmm. because my boss does not care about my kid's soccer game, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so, or I'm going to miss, you know, giving my family the vacation they want because the pay raise never came through or the bonus never came. You hear about that all the time. Families are waiting on a bonus, quarter four bonus, and then it doesn't come, you know, um, different things like that. And so, you know, there was tons of sacrifices, but now like, it's nice because I, I, I've gained the ability to have time, right? Like I can go to the practices, I can go to Six Flags, I can go do whatever I want, you know, we can go travel or, or do this, that, and the other. And it doesn't have to be like, I think a lot of people think, and this is something I think is really important. And Jordan, I think will resonate with this a lot more than anyone else. And I think a lot of people need to hear this in the beginning. And I see, I see this is why so many people fail in the beginning of their journeys because they think success is like when they start having millions of dollars or they're like, well, they, they don't think it's good enough. But success, like to me, like you don't need to have 15 different Lamborghinis, five different mansions, you know, 14 different vacation homes to be successful. Like, yo, like if you're spending time with your family, and you're happy, and they're well-fed, and you're in a good community of people, and, like, you're just, like, the most important part, you're happy, like, you're successful, and this happens a lot of times is, you know, I've seen people who, you know, they're making a couple hundred bucks a month, and they're like, oh, it's just not good enough, it's like, yo, like, chill, <laughs> like, your, your worth is not lessened by someone else's, their story, or their chapter that they're in, and so I think that's something that's really important for me is, like, yeah, I don't, have like all my goals accomplished yet but 
I'm doing pretty well. And so like, I can be happy in that, in that, in that chapter, in that place that I'm at right now. And if I just start focusing on what I don't have, I'm going to lose the things I currently have. And so that's something that's really important. I hope that's a big, like whoever's listening to this, like who's going in the beginning of their journey or just starting their roller coaster. Cause it is one like you're doing just fine. Like chill, right? You don't need a million dollars to consider yourself to be successful. And no one looks at you any less worthy than, you know, someone else. And if they do, you don't want to work with them anyways. And so that would be my comment on that. Lars. Yeah, dude. Success is finding the fulfillment, right? It's, it's, it's how you feel about yourself. Like how proud are you of yourself? And dude, yeah, it's, it's been amazing to watch you because I was in the trenches with you for a long time there, you know, traveling all over the world. And I've seen, I've seen you make those sacrifices. I've seen the sacrifices you made for people. And it's just awesome, bro, to see you like as a friend perspective, just see where you're at in your life. And I could see like the fulfillment, like not that you weren't before, but I can just see you reach another level of that. So it's, it's, it's cool to see you, man. I'm happy for you. I think we're being kind of selfish on these kind of these questions, man. I think at least I am because like, I'm taking notes, man. Like, <laughs> you know, like you're my teacher, bro. Like I learned from you. So like, when I, you know, and again, just like, this is something that I want to do. You know, I want to have a family one day. I want to spend time with kids, you know, like I want to build a business and still run the business and, you know, still build a family and have a wife. And so like, <laughs> these are, these are selfish questions over here, but you know, this is nobody else, you know, better to hear it from because I think most other people, they just kind of rush into that lifestyle. You know, they, they have a good job and they get a little bit of monetary success. And, you know, they go propose to maybe not the right partner, <clears throat> you know, and then they go get, you know, tied down to whether it's like mortgages and cars and, you know, kids and stuff. And it's maybe not the right time. And for you, I feel like the, the timing is just so divine for you that like everything just kind of lined up and, it's like that's kind of like why I'm asking these types of questions and like I'm, I'm just so intrigued in what you have to say because like you're taking the path of like what like you're ready to do it you know you didn't rush into it and so it's it's super cool to watch man like and then just experience and, and kind of see how you're maneuvering all this stuff because you're juggling I mean 10 million things and, and behind the scenes nobody really sees it right but it, yeah. it's cool because because you know, I, I think we get the privilege to know you a little bit better than most other people. And so it's cool that to like now hear you express these types of things um, and kind of how you're progressing through the journey. So it's awesome, man. I'm, I'm really freaking excited to meet your daughter, man. <laughs> Me too, man. I'm screwed, bro. I'm so screwed. Or she's screwed <laughs> one of the two. Like she's not going to be able to do anything fun because she's got too many people or her older brothers are going to, you know, Axel's dangerous, man. <laughs> dangerous now i know he'll be dangerous later but yeah i'm excited i just hope she doesn't look like me and we'll be all right <laughs> oh that's funny, man but what, what else has been going on in your life though man like what what other things that you've been working on like i know you, you've obviously been kind of like refining the edges and leverage is something that you used you know in, inside the business i know you've been kind of implementing a little bit more into that into and you know into the business now but like are you working on anything else? Like No, as of right now, it's been more so just thinking about the future. You know, like I've been doing a lot of research and finding the right people for, you know, when the kids are 18, that they choose to go to school, they're taken care of, or if they choose to start a business, they're taken care of. Um, a lot of those investments have been really interesting to me because it's, it's so passive. It's just like, take it out the bank account, you know, now, do we know where the world's going to be in 18 years? Who knows? Right. Uh, <laughs> so who knows that money would be there? Is that what you mean? Like you're like, you're yeah, planning. yeah. It's just been a lot of planning, a lot of like, okay, cool. Who are we going to go with? Who are we going to do it through? Um, you know, what kind of investments are worth it? The taxes around it. Uh, another thing I've been looking into is like creating, you know, obviously I want to have a business account and pay the kids through it. And you know how I am. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they'll be uh, my filers and uh, my bone pushers, but, uh, or they'll, they'll turn on go live for me, you know, make a nice thousand dollars a month per kid. Uh, but other than that, I mean, just more so stuff like that. That's what I've been thinking of. You know, it's been for me, I kind of want to just get the home base ready, you know, and I think getting the home base ready, making sure things are smooth, especially, you know, when, you know, the baby comes, it's like, okay, cool. I can still work at the level I'm working at now because I prepared everything, you know, everything's prepared in advance, the roads built, right. The cars can come. And so that's pretty much it. Like I haven't, like, I, I got an, like, I've gotten two offers this week. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> I don't have time for you or for this. And I'm not interested. And it's funny because 
it's like, it, it feels really good knowing that we have a business where we don't need anyone. Like at the end of the day, like we get to serve and help people and work in a community because it's fun. Like that's like, that's it. Like, I don't need to sell. I don't need to close. Uh, and I don't think anyone can convince me to do otherwise because with or without someone, we're going to be good. And I think just doing it with other people is what makes it more fun. But to be honest, nothing, man. Like, I feel like this is the time though. Like it, it, like for people who are a little bit more time freedom, I would say, um, and pertain to like just your single, right? Um, or people who have capital loading and you're just getting really cash heavy right now, like get ready for what's to come. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm telling you, like this moment that we're in right now is going to create this next prosperous 10 year cycle for you. And there's going to be a lot of transfers of wealth. There's going to be the wealthy are going to get wealthier. They always do. But for you to get to there, like this is your moment. And it may be a small moment. Remember that you don't need to go from having $30 in your bank account to having 10 million. It's not going to work like that unless you something happens. Right? Don't get me wrong. Who freaking knows, right? Miracles can happen. But this is the moment where someone who has a couple thousand dollars in their bank account can have dozens you know, 10, 20, $30,000 happen quickly. And that's going to create the foundation for you to do the next 10 year cycle after. So I think this is the time, honestly, that most people need to be searching for opportunity, right? Because when you search for opportunity, opportunity finds you. Another thing people need to be doing right now is finding out what truly of what their passion is, right? Because at the end of the day, like, (laughs) you know, like, the job. I look at jobs, right? I'm looking at what people are being paid. I'm looking at what's happening in the world and no one's getting by like statistically, right? Like everyone's struggling. There's people in the suburbs here at gas stations asking for money, you know, in the suburbs, right? Like the suburbs of Illinois, $6 a gallon. And they're asking for money. I'm like, bro, like you don't look homeless. Like you got clothes, you got car, but like people are struggling. And so if you're going to struggle, like at least do something you're happy, <laughs> happy with, you know, struggle and be happy instead of struggling and be miserable. So I would say really search for opportunities and, and find some, you know, like some passion work, because at the end of the day, you got to keep something like getting you moving because I don't, I don't see things getting much better before they get worse, you know? So that's just for my shout out to more people who are kind of stuck on that left side of the quadrant right now. Yo, so you definitely alluded to something that me and mine touch on. We talk on this podcast a lot. But I want to hear from your perspective, man, because you you definitely alluded to it, but you didn't provide a lot of details. What what is coming? What do you what do you see is coming for the world, and what does that mean for for yourself and for others? Obviously, you said there's opportunities. Grab those opportunities. Look for those things. Find the passions. But yeah, expand on that. Like, what what do you see is coming for the world? Yeah, I mean, in 20 days, we'll have the official marker of being in a recession, uh, two quarters in a row. 20 days because it's summer. No, because once quarter two is over, it's two quarters negative. Like, it, mm-hmm. you know, that's what determines whether or not we're in a recession. So oh. they will vocally have to say we are in a recession. Uh, they cannot hide it. Like by definition, they will have to admit it, um, which everyone knows is here. Like that's just not something that, <laughs> you know, mm. uh, but I think, you know, you're looking at, so I'm friends with, I don't know how, like how much I say. So I, I'm connected with someone. He owns tons of gas stations, like 20 plus gas stations. And he's telling us all the time, like, yo, eight to 10 bucks, get ready for it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention to video. It's 10 bucks in play. Like, that's not a, me saying that's not a crazy prediction, right? Mm-hmm. Like, last, in the last week over here, it's jumped over 89 cents. So in the suburbs, remember that. I'm not in the city anymore. Like, I'm in suburbia. And I'm not in, like, wealthy, like, area suburbia. And so uh, what's it called? You know, even with cattle, right? You think about like what's happening with the fertilizer from, you know, Ukraine and you think about um, the cattle that are just being born, how much it costs to now feed them on a daily basis. They're saying, I watched this one video, this woman was saying the average feed went from 13 to now $52, you know, per day, per cattle or, you know, per grouping or whatever. And so, you know, food's going to get more expensive. It already is. It's like, you know, I, I was expensive by myself. <laughs> Imagine three other people. And so I think a little things like that. And that stuff doesn't really scare me personally, um, because in our industry, we thrive off that. Like our, our business is going to grow exponentially because people begin to realize that one stream of income is too close to zero and their job was never secure in the first place. And they have to take control over their own lives or no one else will. Um, you know, the government isn't going to forgive your student debt and they aren't just going to start giving you money again. Look what happened when we started doing that. We're in the situation today because of that. Um, and so, 
you know, I, for me, it doesn't bother me because I know like how to work around it, right? Like we're educated, we're informed, we know what to do. We have like tools and skills in our tool belt to allow us to take advantage of this in the market. But for most people, I'm really scared, to be honest. Like I, I do feel bad for 95% of America. Um, and it's worse than other countries. Like it's way worse in other countries. Like we, we have it bad, but we don't have it as bad as a lot of other places are going through. It's funny. I, this isn't funny, actually. I don't want, I should start with that. I was driving <laughs> and I saw military vehicles drive by and I was talking to my fiance on the phone. I said, it's so crazy that like there's other people in the world right now when they see military, military vehicles are getting shot at. Like there's places in the world right now that are so war torn and so many things are happening that we're not being exposed to. And it's just like, there's a lot going on. And here, here's the, like the crazy part. And I think something that's really important is like, it's important to be aware of these things, but don't get too caught up in it. Because even now I'm talking about it, thinking about it, like envisioning things. And I, I kind of feel like, Ugh, I don't want to talk about this no more. You know, I want to get away from this topic, but you have to be aware of it. And I think if like most people are really going to start hurting soon. And I think that's where people like us can really make an impact because we can help people get out of their search of, of the situation that they're in, you know, information changes situations. And it's our job to create levels of awareness and understanding about what we know and, you know, push it in a way that makes sense uh, because people are going to be money tight. You know, people are going to be faithless. People are going to be scared. People are going to be doing, you know, things and that they wouldn't be doing if, you know, people are fighting over baby formula. We're going to get to the point where people are fighting over beans, right? Like it's going to be bad. They were saying chicken's supposed to get up to $20 a pound. You know, like crazy things to think about. So, yeah. Hey, good thing I'm vegan, man. He'll be saying that when he's like 30 years older and his testosterone levels are the same. As <laughs> I'm saying that's, that's, that's a topic on this podcast. It's going to come up one day. And we're gonna, I'm going to lay down the sauce for that. Just be prepared. <laughs> hey, man, I stay prepared dude that's insane man like that i i get what you're saying i've seen gas dude two weeks ago gas was like five like 555 and now it's close to six bucks you know like it was no it was like under five dollars gas two weeks ago was under five dollars now it's like 560 and every day it keeps going higher dude you drive by oh, gas right. and it keeps going higher it's like every day you you pump gas it's like five ten dollars more you're like holy shit when is this thing gonna stop man yeah so, that's crazy i did not know that that at when uh two two quarters they have to announce it like the fed has to announce it or like like anytime there's we have the two negative numbers it's recession that's just the negative in what though like the stock market or what i think it's like gdp or uh what i don't know the specifics of it but it's just like the, I mean, yeah it's gdp like the growth of the economy yeah. yeah it's like not growing but i think yeah these conversations are important i like how you mentioned that it's like you almost have that resistance to wanting to share because it's like you don't want to operate in fear, but the awareness of it is super important because, yeah, it, it's it's if you haven't been getting prepared, you haven't been learning skill sets to earn more income outside of your job, outside of traditional means, like it can be very, it can be very daunting looking ahead at what's coming. But for you know the people who have prepared, you know, it's like all right, this is something we've been preparing for because there's also the other side of the coin when a recession comes, when markets crash those are the times of greatest opportunity. Like, and that's honestly what I'm looking forward to too, is like some of the things that are going to happen, you know, when recessions happen, that's when the most millionaires were created ever was post great depression. Right. And so as if we are going into another tough time economically, there are going to be massive, massive, massive opportunities out there to take advantage of, like you said, and I think you alluded to before, the next 10 years, like you said, people with a couple of thousand dollars, people that are educated, people that are prepared, if they actually take advantage of the opportunities that are going to present themselves, it can be very, very lucrative. So if you don't mind sharing, what are some of those opportunities that you're looking at? What are some opportunities you think other people could take advantage of during these tough times? Well, I think the easiest one is what we do in regards to cryptocurrency, NFTs, like currents, like regular, you know, foreign exchange currencies, different things like that. That's to me, in my personal opinion, the easiest one to get involved in because there's the least barrier to entry. Anyone can go open up a broker. Anyone can go open up exchange. There's not many, like, there's not much red tape, right? I think a lot of success happens in real estate. But once again, you need the capital, you need the credit line, you need, you know, the W-2. That's something that we all struggle with sometimes. <laughs> Getting that through you, sometimes you got to take hard money loans and those just, you know, screw you over and whatnot. But beyond the point, you know, that's another one. I think another thing is businesses. People are going to be looking for different businesses, like to help them save money 
you know, to, you know, help like create something and just start promoting it. Like you don't really need to start. Like, I think a lot of people are afraid to start a business because they think they need to start making six figures their first year. Like find something that's going to help you make an extra 50 to $100 a day. That's going to change your life, right? Like a hundred dollars a day is an extra three grand a month, an extra 36 grand a year. You're not going to get that as a promotion in your job. It doesn't matter where you work. Right. So I think find little side hustles. You know, I always like doing the game of, you know, how many different ways can I find ways to make an extra 600 to a thousand dollars a month? Right. Find little things like that, that you can start doing. But I think the easiest is honestly, is what we do. Like there's nothing easier than being able to multiply your money. The, the hard part is having the right information, how to do. It. And I think that's where our role is really, really important um, in sharing that. Yo, I want to circle back real quick to um, something that you had mentioned earlier about like prep planning, um, like for your kids, you know, like when they're 18 and stuff, is that <clears throat> like life insurance? I mean, not necessarily. You can leverage life insurance, but I'm talking more so about college funds. I'm talking more so about just investing like into the stock market, into like indexes and different things like that. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people are opinionated on that because they're like, you know what, I want to be in control of my money and I can do better than, you know, six, 10% a year. Yeah, you definitely can, but there's nothing easier than doing both. Like go ahead and like, for me, for example, like I'm still like, I still have a portfolio that's being built right now for that. Right. Like, but I'm still at the same time going to put 300, 500, a thousand dollars a month into each child's investment. So when they're 18, they have, you know, $500,000 to play with and to go use towards a business venture or something like that. There's nothing easier than just not having to think about it. <laughs> you know, it just comes out the bank account and you just budget it into whatever you can do. If it's 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, 200 bucks, $5, it doesn't matter, but do it, you know? That's why they call you Azuka Papi. <laughs> Are those some of the opportunities too that you would look for now? Or would you say it nowadays it's something a little bit more hands-on, something a little bit more um, like um, aggressive, I guess would be the, the word I want to use, like something that you can go out and like make cash or would you be looking for other things like that, like long-term future things? Because I mean, how long do recessions usually last? You know, a couple of years maybe? So two years. Two years? One to two years. Those are the effects of it. One to two years. Like you're going to feel it, you know, like we're feeling it now. We're in it now. This is a part of it just because they're not saying it like doesn't mean that <laughs> people aren't struggling, you know? So, so like, I mean, we'll be, we'll be, you know, back to normality, you know, gas, hopefully under two, you know, $3, maybe hopefully. Um, well, I think it also depends on who's leading right now, you know, like mm-hmm. is what's being created actually. Let's like, talk about this. Like, <laughs> It is what's is is policy that like is the policy that's being implemented going to track us towards recovery? And if not, then you know, like even in 2024, nothing's gonna happen overnight. If 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 something changes, nothing's gonna happen overnight, right? Like it, it takes time, it's gonna take a year or two. Like we're <laughs> we're in debt, you know, like bad, and there's all these different things, and so. I don't know, man. I have no prediction on when it's going to end. I'm just not going to wait for it to end. I'm going to go figure out what I need to do, you know? You think Trump will get reelected? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, depends. Like, I don't know if he's just trolling people right now or what he's doing. Uh, I know someone like, I mean, for example, he's got like almost 260 plus like uh, nominations. I think what Trump really did was like he created kind of like an America first agenda where it was like, it's a kind of grassroots movement to where even if he's not elected, he's more involved than most people think he is. He's like 260 and three in his, in his governor picks. Right. So anyone that he endorses pretty much gets elected. And so does he really need to be in office to make moves happen? You know, a lot of courts, a lot of court decisions have been blocked or saved or things have happened because of court picks. I'm not talking about Supreme court. I'm talking about like, just clerks and, and, and regular picks under the Supreme Court. And I don't know all the specifics and, you know, I'm not the guy for that, but beyond the point, I don't know if you will. I mean, I'm a big Ron DeSantis fan. I think that guy's great. Um, but beyond the point, like, who knows, man? I don't know. I don't care either because at the end of the day, like, you know, daddy Trump isn't coming to save you, <laughs> you know, like it's the same, it's the same thing. It's like, if we're waiting for someone else to come do it, we're just, we're always going to be waiting. I like the point you made though about, you don't have to be sitting in the chair or the face of it to be having influence in what's going on. You know, and there's a lot of people out there, especially with everything that's happened in the last couple of years that I've realized like some, like 
we've touched on this on this podcast. We've talked definitely gone in the rabbit hole of politics and like the agendas that are at play. And I think there's an agenda of like people who are more in favor of the global, the globe, like the world, new world order has been mentioned how many times by people in office and in figures. And then you have more of the politicians who are forced on the grassroots things that are happening here, you know, and like the traction that they're gaining to me is, is notable. It's notable, especially especially Donald Trump. Like he's such a polarizing figure, like whatever your opinion of him is, it's insane to me. It's always been insane to me how much hate he gets from the, 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 the entrenched system, from the media, from that system that's been established. And it's like, to me, it's like, dude, he obviously is doing something that's pissing off a lot of people that are in control of things, right? So it's interesting to see those things continue to develop and where they're going to take us, especially in this time of recession and the crazy things happening around the world. Yeah. Tim, how is... um. Uh, this is, has absolutely nothing to do with what we we're talking about, but it kind of does. Um, I think it ties everything together. How how is your your like your increase in faith um, had an effect in like all the things that you're going through? You know, like progressively, because I mean, I've seen you, and you're the reason. You know, one of the biggest reasons why you know, like I increased my faith and you know started believing in God and a higher power and just like submitting to that you know so like how has your development in faith have has like a played in in, in a part in everything that you're going through in life right now i i think like the deeper that you dive the harder the challenge is going to be i don't want to give an answer where it's like oh you start believing and everything gets great it's like you know like that's just not how it works <laughs> at least in my experience you know like it's just not how it works like every biblical story you ever read, like there's challenges, like they, they, they went through something to have that end goal, that happy, good feeling at the end of the story, you know? So for me, I mean, it, it's helped a lot because like, even I know Armando, when I did a, a podcast with you previously, I said, like, I just knew from the beginning, like I had faith, like I, I knew I wasn't going to fail. I knew everything was going to be good. It's the same thing with this. It's like, you know, taking on all the things that I've taken on and put on my plate and, you know, surprises and things like that. Like I just, I'm not worried like <laughs> at all. There, there's no, like, obviously you worry because you want to do well, you know, you don't want to fail and different things like that. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not, I'm not worried at all. Like I'm not worried about finances. I'm not worried about time. I'm not worried about health. I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about shit. <laughs> I'm not worried about anything. There's nothing to be worried about, right? Like if the birds and the beasts are all taken care of, why am I not going to be taken care of? And so that's just my viewpoint hasn't changed on that at all. You know, it, I've grown in perspective in thoughts and in goals and in desires and things like that. Um, but like fear, like that's, that's non-existent, you know, I was, that was not the answer I was looking or I was expecting dude, but that's so deep, man. That's so deep. I like, I think that might go over a lot of people's heads. What you just said, dude, because it's like, it's something that's so people, people worry so much, you know, I've been, I've been a freaking massive victim of this, of like fear and worry and lack and all this stuff. And it's just like that, what you just said, right. If the birds and the beasts are taken care of, why am I not taken care of? And it just makes it so hard to comprehend that sometimes, but at the end of the day, dude, like, that's just how it works. You know, like you, you don't know you, if you worry, dude, you're going to, you're going to attract stuff that makes you worry more. You know, if you're scared, you know, attract scary stuff, you know, like and it's, it's really hard for people to understand that because they don't like taking responsibility for the fact that what they're going through right now is their fault. Like the things that are happening right now are what is 100% on you, whether you like it or not as good or as bad, or as, as even rock bottom as it gets, that's on you. It just swallow that pill and take it because the faster you swallow it the easier it's going to be able for you to move forward and make something happen whether you like the taste of the pill or not i don't care you got to swallow it you know and so yeah man i mean for sure i think that's a that's a big because if it's not on you then how do you get out of it Mm -hmm. that's always the thing that reminds me if it's on me because if i accept that it's not my fault then i'm accepting that i have no ability or power to change it Mm -hmm. that's a bar too damn <laughs> that's deep, man. Yeah, I think that's what happens with a lot of people is that they just like they they become a victim and 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 so they they want everything to be taken care of for them and you know they kind of start searching for resources, but they are that resource, you know. 
dude, that just opened up the thing in my mind, tying it into like modern events. It's like all these months that we have, you know, we're in an, we're an hour in the, the rainbow month, right? And all these different months that celebrate all these different things, but usually the base of them are what? Is that they're, well, we have to give them a month because that they're underprivileged, right? Or that they've been taken advantage of. And what does that reinforce? When you really believe in that, and you really look at the bottom of that, what's that message sending? Saying, oh yeah, you're a victim of this. And let's celebrate that. You know, and I know they're celebrating what the, the cause and the surface message is that let's celebrate the diversity. Let's celebrate the difference. Let's accept people. But if you look at that psychology of it, it's like, dude, you're accepting the fact that you're a victim. And like we just said, if you accept that fact that you're a victim, then it's not your fault and that the world wronged me. You're giving up your power to change your situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, we got to be careful what we start talking about. <laughs> I know. Man. Yeah, I, I was literally... I was I'm thinking, to... that, I was like, I really wanted to come in and continue, but I'm like, man, when I when I run for president one day, like this is gonna pop up, and I'm like, oh. just... <laughs> I've been trying my, I've been trying my absolute best to like bring up controversial subjects. I know Tim has got, he's opinion and he's got bars, and I'm just trying to unlock him. <laughs> that, that, that'll be one of them. <laughs> I know. So Tim, what's your vision now, man? Like, what, where, you know, what's what's your, you know, five year, ten year like long-term vision now that you know things kind of matured for you i guess life kind of matured for you you can't really you know go out and unfortunately drink tequila as much anymore what's, <laughs> um, what's you did just mess in a, a presidency bid too did i not hear that slip out the yeah, I've, been, I've been i've been looking into politics a lot like actually there's two crazy stories when i, when I was in accounting i had a mentor say that they wanted to sponsor me into politics and he, he works for the cia now which is funny. I talked to him here and there. He's actually texting me right now. Uh, he's he's ready to get started with us. But no uh, coincidences. Conversation. Yeah, no coincidences. Literally blowing up my phone. I'm like, I already know that he can like probably see through my lens and everything. That I'm just like looking at his text and not responding. He's told me some crazy stuff, man. But um, beyond the point. I don't want him dead. <laughs> and uh, like, there was one time I was prophesized over. It was really crazy. It was like a weird moment uh about like politics and stuff like that so that's always been on my radar like i want to I, I really want to do that but like i also don't want to do with the headache remember like private sectors where you make the money like public sector is where we don't we don't really send our best into politics like like people who go into politics really aren't that smart like they're really like they're you know <laughs> they're not that good and so if you really want to make money and be successful you go private you don't go public and so Converse, that's a whole other conversation to dive into but for me it's like things that I'm looking forward to like one thing that I really want to do is like I'm not going like the public school route um, or even private school like I want to do at home and I want to do traveling so it's like you want to learn about volcanoes dope we're going to a volcano you know you want to learn about you know the environment and you want to learn about rainforest and stuff cool we're going to go send a month in Costa Rica you know we're going to go buy an RV and go do all these different things so I'm really looking forward to that you know, that's really like things that I want to do. I'm really excited about. It's kind of like just that freestyle of life. Like, I'm not talking about like going to become a yoga instructor and live on the beach and, and, and my kids are going to be eating mangoes and pineapples and stuff, you know, you know, they'll be eating that too, but just not you know, for every single meal. They'll have some meat involved in their, in their diets, but uh, I'm trying to get Jordan a little bit here, but beyond the point, <laughs> um, you know, where, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm looking forward to. I think nothing's really changed in regards to the business. Like, you know, I, I want to help a thousand people help a thousand people. You know, I want to, you know, max out the compensation plan. I want to create, you know, dozens and dozens of chairmen. You know, I, I want to do amazing things within the business. None of that has changed whatsoever. I think I just added things into it. Um, and it's just different perspective. You know, like I've, I've told Jordan this, it's like, man, we're in such an amazing industry where really anyone can do this. Like the single mom, the, you know, the, the person who works three jobs, like anyone can do this if they're taught to do the right things and the vision's painted long enough. That's it. Like if you do this, what we do for five, 10, 15 years, like your family's going to be taken care of forever. It's just like, it's surviving the long-term because we're so used to clocking in and getting paid, clocking in, getting paid, clocking in, getting paid. We're not used to seeing the return of our investment. And that's like the hardest part is like that it's like it's funny because we even tell people yeah you're gonna retire at 65 but 
you know, one in three people in the U S never retire and 29 plus percent of people die by the time they're 65. So it's like, we're told all these things and we believe all these things because they're a promise, right. From authority, but we don't tell ourselves what we can do, you know, and because we don't actually give ourselves authority over life. That's a bar you should really think about too, is we can listen to someone else, what someone else says about our life and what can happen from it. But why do we ever not listen to what we can say it can happen from our life? And it's because we just don't have self-respect. You know, we just don't believe in ourselves. There's so many different things that, that keep, like come from that statement but to answer your question nothing's changed i just think we get to do a lot of fun things that i've always wanted to do just with a bigger group yeah i love that i'm slow my 20 28 no nah, man gotta gotta give uh gotta give two? Uh, ronnie d ronnie d his two terms you know i'll come I'm in going, i'm going for rogan 24 that'd be pretty good man that guy's hated <laughs> <laughs> that guy's name too i don't know why i don't know what he did like where'd he go wrong because <laughs> he just speaks whatever the heck he wants to that's the, that guy was literally the inspiration for this podcast you know just being able to get on here with people like yourself leaders you know create conversations see where it goes and reveal that you know like that it's like a expose expose into like a backroom conversation you know, like we're just sitting here talking and just broadcasting because i know the value that you drop and that we've been able to record it's insane so i mean yeah I'm, I'm all for it man i'm all for that type of leadership and that type of like going forward like there's a reason that guy has that much influence yeah i think it's cool this podcast as well like for a lot of people watching whether you're watching this tomorrow or five years from now is like these are the kind of conversations that these two people are having like on a regular basis like we you know we've been at airbnbs and we're having conversations like this the only difference now is we're just recording it you know, and I hope that's a lot of inspiration for a lot of people who are looking to do something like this or, you know, and blow up in some type of way is what are you doing right now? Like, it's like the idea of building a business. Do you have awareness of people around you? It's like, okay, you want to start a business. Do you have awareness of what you're actually doing? Because there's so many people with so many little talents, they just don't know how to monetize it. Right. And so I think like, if you've never done business, you don't have anyone in your family that has does own business, or there's no one in your life that has the lifestyle you want, go start seeking, you know, mm-hmm. mentorship, right? Like, it's not expensive. Like YouTube is free, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. they'll start seeking and, you know, doors are going to open and people are going to show up. The The mentor arrives when the mentee is ready. And so um, I think just people got to make that commitment, but yeah, man. I heard, th- I heard this on a Andy Frisella podcast and I'm adopting it for our podcast. Mondo. I didn't run this by you, but this point going forward, our podcast, it's a thousand dollars a month or you share it with somebody. That's it. That's the fee. All you got to do is just share this with somebody. You got to share this with someone, you know, needs to hear this conversation. Yeah. I love that. I'm not, I'm all for it. Tim, to wrap it up, man, what, um, you know, what, what advice would you give somebody going into the next phase in their life, whether it's business, whether it's, you know, their next phase in, in, you know, physical, physical appearance or whether it's, you know, buying a home or, you know, going to college or, you know, like getting married buying you know, moving to a different state, like, the next phase in life, you know, what's, what's your biggest piece of advice for, for someone going, going into that? Are you in alignment with your partner? Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing. Like if you're not in alignment with your partner or like if you're by yourself right now, are you in alignment with you? Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about the single person first, Right if you have these big dreams and these big goals and these big aspirations and these big things you want to do, are you doing the little things every day that are leading to those big things or the little things you're doing every single day, leading you to what everyone else is doing? It's like, are you still going out and wasting money at bars when you should be using that money to invest? Are you still, you know, like skipping, you know, leg day when you want to be a bodybuilder? I don't know. Like, are you doing things that aren't in alignment with what your goals are? Get in alignment with yourself. And then if you have a partner and you're going into a next phase of life, get in line with each other. What do you both want? What can you compromise on? What can you meet each other in the middle? Because remember, you have two different human beings with two different upbringings with two, like not, not everything you want is going to work. <laughs> like it's just not going to happen, but you can definitely find middle ground. That's a fact. hundred percent can provide middle ground. So I would say just get in alignment, get in alignment with yourself. Um, get in alignment with your partner, because at least if you have that, like nothing from the outside can really destroy you, right? Like if your partnership is good, like you two are good, nothing can come in your way. No distraction, no other person, no, you know, grass is green on the other side kind of thing can come in your way. If you're good with yourself, 
no comments that people are saying, no rejection, you know, no failure can defeat you because you're good on the inside. And I think that would probably be my best piece of advice going into like this next phase of life for anyone. Like, just be good with you, be good with your partner and you should be good. Yeah, that was good, man. That was good. I like it. Alignment. Alignment is key, man. Jordan, you got anything you want to add, man? No, man. I'm just super grateful, Tim. Super grateful for this conversation. I was also taking notes. Like, there's a lot of value delivered here. So I hope the listeners are taking notes as well. Go back, rewind, pause that stuff. Because Tim just drops a lot of bars that sometimes go straight over your head if you're not paying attention. So, Tim, thank you for being on today, man. It was a pleasure. Of course. I'm excited to come back and, you know, see you guys have thousands of followers and thousands of people paying thousand dollars a month and you know do it again. <laughs> do it or 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 just share it just share it. it or just share it one one's easier than the other so some people like tim paying a thousand dollars is easier so <laughs> I'll, share, I'll, share. I'll share to two people <laughs> all right guys i appreciate y'all happy friday and we'll catch you guys next week in another episode